Hello, 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 and welcome to From Curved Horns. My name is Cody, and I'll be your host for this evening. And tonight we have a guest. His name is Jacob Adams. Hello. He is here to talk about elitism and parents when it comes to high school kids. And uh, we're going to shoot the shit a little bit and talk about how social media is ruining America and the rest of the world as well. Yeah. So you can, so just to give everybody an update, you can find me on Anchor FM. You can find me on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and YouTube. So with that being said, let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. So let's just get into it right now. Let's get into elitism with parents. Okay. So when you say, when you talk about elitism and parents, what exactly are you talking about? So what I'm talking about is a personal experience. So from the time I was in second grade, I was thrust in football. When I say thrust, I mean they put me into football, and it, I'm not talking, you know, flag football. I'm saying like I was like playing tackle football by the time I was six, seven. Okay. Mainly because I was bigger than everybody, which understandable, but did you even want to play? I did because when I was four, okay. So for a long time, I wasn't even allowed out of the house because I had allergies so bad that an asthma that when I stepped out of the house, allergies and asthma kill me. You were bubble boy. Basically, yes. Okay. And so when I was finally able to do something, football. Um, and my mom, she, God rest her soul, she wanted to put me in something and naturally good. Yeah. So where do I start? I want to say six, seven. Like when, when, when did it begin? When did you first realize that you were being pushed? When I first realized, when I first realized I was being pushed, it was probably middle school. Middle school. The start of middle school, sixth grade. So when you're talking about pushing, are you talking about them pushing you in the sense of like, hey, you know, you need to go to practice, or like, you're a piece of shit because you didn't do that third lap. It was more like, hey, like, we're going to make you play another sport to condition for football. And like a secondary sport? Yes. Just to keep you physically active for football? Yes. Okay. And that secondary sport was always basketball because I was always continuously running and I was staying in shape because of basketball. Okay. Now. How did you enjoy that? Until freshman year. I okay. Did. I played. Football from you know, second grade, playing with third graders, all the way up until my sophomore year. And I played basketball from bitty ball until my freshman year. I always find it really cute when they give them like, you know, oh, this is bitty ball, oh, this yeah. is bee ball. Like, and I mean, they, they're cute names, but it's just, it's all one sport. Oh, yeah, just for call sure. It, call it that sport. Like, I remember in third and fourth grade, I played baseball for Lauraville. Okay. Uh, um, I can't remember. So it, I was in Lauraville, but it was called something else. I can't remember what the school was called. Logan Elm. Okay, yeah, so I yeah, played yeah. for Logan Elm, and I had a blast. I wasn't good at it, but I had a blast. And then later on, like, like seventh, eighth grade, I wanted to get back into it, but I 
for some reason didn't get to get on Yin Yoda's baseball team. I don't know if I can't remember like if I tried out or whatever, but so dad threw me into the city league here in Chillicothe. Yeah. And it never worked out like it it would it just wasn't a good fit. Yeah. But baseball was my favorite sport. I loved it. Yeah, I never could get in. Like I tried, like I played baseball. It just it wasn't I guess physical enough for me, if I'm speaking on my behalf. Yeah. So like I took football very seriously. I did. And the thing is, like... What position were you? That's the thing. I didn't have a... I had a set position, but at the same time, I didn't. Like, what are now called athletes, quote-unquote, I was that before that was a thing, if that makes sense. Like, so I don't. So you're gonna have to explain what you mean by athlete. Okay, like, so an everybody athlete, playing football is an athlete. Okay, when I say an athlete, like an athlete in football is someone who can play multiple different positions. Okay. And and thrive in most of them. So when I played, I played quarterback, I played fullback, running back, middle linebacker, receiver, tight end. You were all over the place. I was all over the place. Did you do offense and defense? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to be real with you. I don't know. I don't know shit about fuck when it comes to sports, okay. except for baseball. Okay. And even then, uh, it's been so long since I've played. So when it, you know, I noticed that you listed off a bunch of positions. Some of those may have been offensive. Some of those might have been defensive. So I don't know. That's why I asked. Okay. So you know, quarterback, running back, fullback. Those are all offensive. I also played at offensive line. Okay. But I also played defensive line at guard, defensive end. And then middle linebacker, obviously, you know, and tight end offense. Like, I played mostly anything that was very physical. That was a very physical person, and that stems from a whole other topic. Atherton. And the thing is, like, I was pushed and pushed and pushed. I was supposed to be the one to go to college. I was supposed to be the one to do good in sports and like that's what the whole reason. you know you gotta do good in sports so you can go to college you're you're that's, that's actually the question i was about to ask you is if they thought that maybe if you did good enough in sports you would get sponsorships or uh it was grants or whatever it was 100 percent. it was because they thought i was good enough and i mean if i'm gonna brag myself Sometimes I feel like I was good enough to go to a D1 school. But then again, there's the fact that I'm only like 5'10", 5'11", and the main positions I played were linebacker, like outside linebackers or middle linebacker, running back. And being that short, very few schools are going to look at you. Oh, those positions, big boys, huh? Pretty much. Like, you got to be at least six foot and a little taller. Really? Yes, because you got to be able to see over the line, especially at linebacker. Well, I mean, at some point, like, if every fucker on the field is six foot, you're going to be able to see over shit. You're not, but you're going to be able to see. Mm. You're going to be able to see where, like, if you see the quarterback dropping back and then you'll. 
It's body language. It all it all consists of body language, kind of. Reading people's energies out there. Pretty much, okay. you are because like you can tell. Like okay, you watch football, and you watch the offensive line. If they don't move past, can't remember how many yards now. It's been a while, but if they don't move past a certain amount of yards, pass play. But if they're like just going at you, like trying to put you on your ass, it's a run play. Gotcha. And the first thing a linebacker is taught to do, take two steps back. Because two steps back, you're able to read everything. If it's two steps back and see the offensive line not moving, it's a pass. A lot of people look at it like, you know, the cornerbacks are like the cornerbacks, safeties. They're the people that you look forward to making big plays because, you know, they have more open field. But then when it comes down to the nitty gritty, it's always the deep line and linebackers that do most of the dirty work because they're in there fighting with the offensive, fighting with the running back, the fullback, trying to get to the quarterback if it's a pass play and they're on a blitz. So how often do you think it is that the defensive line breaks through? How often? With today's game, I want to say it's not very. Not very often. Not very often because with today's game, it's very pussyfied. Yeah. Put it, put it in my term, very pussyfied. Because you, everything's set up to protect the quarterback and whatnot. And when I was younger, growing up through the sport, I didn't give a fuck. It like we had females playing in, in you know, growing up, and I treated females just as I did men. Mm-hmm. If they wanted to play that sport, they're gonna play that sport, and I'm gonna rock you. Right. And I did. Now today, you look at Tom Brady. He's considered the greatest of all time, but he was also put on a stacked team with great wide receivers, a great running back. Great offensive line. Put him on a team that, like, okay. I think most of that actually is, you know, you're only as good as the team around you. Exactly, and it is. I don't consider Tom Brady the greatest, and that's very controversial. It really is. So who would you say is? Who would I say is? Yeah. I don't have a great Peyton Manning. Peyton actually, Manning. Actually, Peyton Manning, and I do not like him. How can I, you not like Peyton Manning? I just don't. It's his head. It's his head? His head fucks me up. How are you honestly. going to just pick on this man over his head, it's bro? It's egg-shaped, bro. Like, it's not even egg-shaped. Like, he, he looks like a smart person, but, like... Think about it. He'll be like, you know, five-headed. I don't. It's his head. <laughs> like, every time, like, I just don't like it. Hey, but I mean, that's fair. The that's thing. fair. The thing is, like, man hasn't won. I can't remember how many championships he's won. I think he's won two. Maybe. Well, his brother has won more than he has. Who's his brother? Eli. Eli Manning. Okay. Now. He's a younger brother, right? Yes. Gotcha. His brother won more because he had a better team. Now, granted, Peyton Manning had Marvin Harris. Arguably one of the greatest wide receivers. Played the game. Okay. 
but can't just base a team off of one or two. Like you literally have to build a team. Listen, there is an iron team. It just depends on the font. I feel you, dog. I feel you. <laughs> and the thing is, though, like you know, look at the Bengals. Like that's my team. I Bengals the, is your team. I love the Bengals. Oh, okay. And they've been in a rebuilding stage for a while. I remember when I worked at Sugar Creek, um, there was a, I don't want to say elderly gentleman. He was just a few, 20 years older than me. Um, his name was Charlie. And Charlie loved the Browns. Oh, damn. One of them people. Oh, he was, I mean, I think that if I believed in myself, with just a fraction of the way this man believed in the Browns' comeback, I'd be in a mansion right now. I'd be a multimillionaire. Because that man knew. He's like, the Browns are the best. They're just in a, in a rough spot. Like, <laughs> All right, Charlie. I mean, honestly, he was right. He was 100% right. But that brings me to manifestation right now. To get all, just to... Just for a split second, like he believed that the benefit that the Browns were in a rough spot for, hmm. I mean, I don't know how long you're at Sugar Creek for. Oh, I was at Sugar Creek for like six months. Six months. And that was in 2014, 15, something like that. So he was probably saying that 2009. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody picked on him about how long the dry streak was or whatever. But look at him now. So he, this dude literally said they're in a rough spot for forever. He never wavered. Mm hmm. And now they're making it, they made it to the playoffs. They didn't last long, but they made it. Yeah. And my thing is like manifestation put something out there, say it enough, eventually it will happen. So then are you, are you in support of those people that, like, don't touch my team jersey? Like, I'm, I'm not washing my team jersey all season? You know, see, you know what I'm saying? Those kind of people? Yeah, they're I just see. Like, they're just like, nah, it's my good luck. It's, it's my good luck jersey. I have that same sense of, I don't, I don't know what to call it. I have not pride. Okay. Like, I don't have a jersey. But, like, when it comes to... Loyalty. Loyalty. It's like... Okay, say so, so I have her draws I wear. Okay. Every time I wear the draws, I get lucky, bud. All right. But I still wash them. <laughs> I still wash them. It's like, listen, draws. people, you can believe and still be clean, you fucking scrubs. Exactly. Like, just because your team won, because you wore that jersey, don't fucking not wash it. Like, it's going to stink. Right. So fucking wash that thing. Right. But, like, you know. So going, so going back to, you know, the elitism, you said that your parents would put you in sports in your off seasons to keep you, keep me active, keep you active for football. Yes. Mainly for football. Like just how far did they push? So I, once it hit middle school, it was, uh, okay. Football's done. You have about. A month or two off, and then you're gonna start doing basketball. Okay. 
because you know basketball basically starts up around i mean once you hit high school it starts up around the of football so like you're gonna miss some stuff in basketball but in middle school it didn't happen like that you had a about a couple weeks to a month or so off and were able to get into it for the entire season all of it it was started then now once i hit my freshman year it was like Okay, you're playing football, so now you're going to play basketball. Okay. And you're going to play basketball because you have to stay in shape for football. And it got to the point where one of my parents, and I'm not going to say who, because like in case someone watches I mean, if they know, they know. Yeah. But uh, this person wanted me to go to Marshall University because they love the movie We Are Marshall, which I love the movie but I also love the movie Friday Night Lights. But I was, I got and Rudy. A, Rudy. Rudy is a great movie. <laughs> it really is. But you no, know, I got a hold of Marshall. Okay. I did. I emailed them my freshman year, and I didn't email the right department. I emailed the regular faculty. When I got like the recruiting department and they're like, Oh, we're really glad you're interested in coming playing for school, but you wrong department. Now the athletic department, that was all that, that was enough for me. That was enough for me to say, I'm good enough. I didn't, I didn't want scholarships because in my mind, I knew what I was doing. And I did that thing. But in my mind, at the same time, it was, I got to appease. I got to appease my family because they want me to go to college and they want me to bring home money. That wasn't my, that wasn't my goal. What was? So, when we were kids, obviously, 9-11 happened. And I was pulled out of school by my mother. And I watched her cry as we watched the towers fall. Both of them. So at that point in time, I was was 2001. I was probably five or six. Five. But at that point, I was like, gonna join some sort of okay very young very young and knew what i wanted and as i grew and developed my own character never wavered i was always hey i'm gonna join i don't know where i'm gonna join but i'm gonna join see now i remember watching the twin towers fall but they kept us in school they let us watch it in school as it was happening they called us all to the gym it was really weird because and in lowerville you know i don't know if you've ever been in their little elementary school there but they've got they've got eight classrooms on the first floor so it's like when you walk in immediately to the right there's a a classroom in the corner a classroom here a classroom here like it just makes it 
uh, square. Yeah. So there's nine. There's like nine squares with a centerpiece, and then eight around it, kind of thing. So I don't even remember which class per se I was in, but I remember someone coming in and telling our teacher what had happened. And I remember watching the teacher's face just like just a horror wash over her face. Yes. And it was really weird because this was always a very bubbly teacher. Very yeah. sweet, sweet woman. And said, All right, kids, um, listen, nobody's in trouble. Everybody is okay here. But we have to go to the gymnasium. Yeah. Look, we gotta go to the gymnasium before. Like, it, yeah. this is math. What do you want? <laughs> yeah. So, we, of course, we're little kids, so rumors are flying, you know, something's in trouble, whatever. Of course. So, we get to the gymnasium, and, and the principal comes in, and she's like, now, kids, you know, we're gonna show you this just so you know what's going on, so you're not shocked later on. Want to do it with you here, that way you know that you're safe with us. Everything's no. going to be all right. Then they turn the TV on. We watch the news. Watch, we watched them fall. And I remember they, they released us from school that day early. Yeah. So whoever came to pick their kids up or whatever, but whoever had to ride the bus, they went home early. Yeah. So I got off the bus, and my dad's wife, or my, my dad's ex-wife was at home, and she's crying. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And at the time, my dad worked at a rock quarry. They used explosives. He came home early, and he was ghost white. And she was like, oh, my God, I'm so glad you're okay. What happened? I'm, you know, I'm paying attention. So what had happened is, is federal agents, I don't want to say they stormed that place, but they showed up. Oh, yeah. And they're like, hey, shut down everything. So my dad is in the middle of drilling and using explosives on these rocks. And they knocked on the thing, you know, just, hey, uh, you need to shut this down. And dad being dad is just like, get the fuck out of here. Who are you? You know? Yeah. And they straight, they drawed on him. Boom. Gun in the face. You need to shut this motherfucker down. Yeah. So dad's like, oh, fuck. You know, so he, he shuts everything down and then he gets out, hands up, and they explain the situation. And he's like, oh, my bad. You yeah. know? So I we didn't really talk about it at home. There was nothing like explained to me or anything like that. Like I didn't really quite grasp what had happened for a while until you know fucking Toby Keith and uh, what is that? What is the other guy? Oh, I can't remember, but is I know it, what you're talking a about. Andrew something. I think so. They started putting out song after song. You know, where were you in the world? Stop turning that September yeah. day. Like, all these country singers are just, like, driving the patriotism at an um, all-time high. They're driving it, and they're fucking hammering it down yeah, and hard. You know, and you know what? I will give him props. Whoever was like, you know what? We need a... We, at any, if there's any time in history that we need patriotism, it's right now. Yeah. And they did it. They unified the country for that short amount of time, just for all of us 90s babies to grow up and just be like, man, that sucked. Fuck the Middle East. Like we grew up, we grew up in a time where it was like, fuck the Middle East. Right. And it's really interesting now, now that we're older and you can kind of take a step back and you can see the ploys that are happening. Like yeah. for example, right now everybody's up in arms about Biden pulling our soldiers from Afghanistan. See, I have an issue with that. And I will bring that up 
after I get pissed. You gotta take a piss? I gotta take a piss. All right. So we're gonna take a break and we will be right back. And we are back. Sorry about that little break. So when right before we left, we were talking about how Biden is pulling troops out of Afghanistan. And you said that that's some bullshit. It is bullshit. My thing is, it's not bullshit for, you know, troops. It's not. But at the same time... Now, because you've got military background... Yes. Like, are you able to separate those two perspectives? I am, to an extent. Okay. Now, it's been a 20... Quote-unquote 20-year war. It has been. Mm -hmm. Since 9-11. Now, when 9-11 happened... As we discussed in private, it was a very controversial, very uniting thing. Yeah. But now everyone's looking at it like, oh, it happened so long ago. It is what it is. It's not. It is what it is. Right. We have, you know, we pulled out our troops. Good. But at the same time, we trained the Afghani army with defend themselves, basically. Okay. Sorry for the stuttering. No, you're fine. You don't have to apologize for that. But the thing is, like, yeah, we trained them. Okay. They should have been able to fend off the Taliban, who are not trained. I I say not trained, but no. They don't have the standard of training that the United States government has. That's the thing. The thing is, like, we trained so many Afghani over there. Like, I didn't didn't have any experience over there. Like, I volunteered to go over to Afghanistan, Iraq, and even Egypt. Mm-hmm. Egypt is a um hostile country. I just I just wanted to go overseas. I got denied. Okay. All of them. But we trained Afghani, Iraqi. Militants, not militants, but people that wanted to join the army, stuff like that. And right. we trained them. And the thing is, we didn't know what they were intended. So we do you think that we ended up actually training part of the Taliban we, by just trying to train everyone? 100% we did. Okay. Which isn't our fault at all. We were training people that wanted to defend their country. Defend their country. In layman's terms. Yeah. So, in that speaking, you know, we could have trained the Taliban. Okay. Or at least members, and those members could have went back and trained. Using the same training they got, they yes. could train others. Yes. So, here's my thing. We could have trained them on weapons training. But we left than weapons. We left... Drones. We mm-hmm. left Blackhawks. We left MRAPs. We left Hum. Now, here's the fucking kicker to that. Sorry for the language. Oh, you're like, fuck shit, piss cunt. Like, you can, <laughs> whatever, man. The thing is with military vehicles, there's a switch in a system to turn them on. Okay. Get them to run. It's not just go in, flip a key. So, is it like a key card kind of thing? Like you have to sign no, into the vehicle. It's not a key card. Like it's very simple, if you know what you're doing. Yeah. But if you walk in and you're like, 
and you just jump in one, you're going to be like, how the fuck do I turn this on? Okay. And that's So you're saying that we definitely train people that know how to turn those on? I don't think we know how, they know how to turn them on. I know for a fact that we train people on how to use four nine the saw. Okay. Or the M four A one, M sixteen, stuff like that. But I don't think they know how to actually operate the Black Ops, M Raps, Humvees, stuff like that. They have them. Yeah, sure. But do they know how to operate them? I don't think so. Honestly, I do not think they know how to operate them. So I 100% believe they do. do and you? the reason I say that is because of, look at how many, I'm just, this is just a weird example, but look at how many Taliban videos they were chipping out 100% from a cave. From a cave, yeah. In the middle of nowhere, the, you know, middle of nowhere. Yeah. With... 1080p clarity, like they were, you they, know, they look good. They right. look good. That's fucking like, Some of them Taliban videos looked better than my podcast, and it's like, <laughs> what is going on? So when I, when I say I 100% believe that they know these things, is because I think that as Americans we tend to view other countries as less intelligent than us. And I agree. And I'm not saying you do, but just because. You know, we view the Taliban as less um, evolved as our military. It's kind of like, remember, I'm, I'm saying remember as if we were alive back then, but like the Vietnam War. Yeah. The Vietnam War, they had their own style of guerrilla warfare. They did. They, in their home uh, turf that no matter what we did, it wasn't working. You know? No, I agree. And I think that that... that has kind of an effect in the same way when it comes to Afghanistan. There's got to be someone over there who's smart enough to figure that out. And there is. And it, no matter what the culture is, there's always going to be savants. There's always going to be very intelligent people like that are just naturally they, smart. They, yes, I agree with you 100%. But I feel like they sent you know, not the smartest people to get trained by us because they're like, because the thing is, the Afghani Iraqi wars that all kind of, kind of combined into they weren't fought over you know, what we say they were. You know what I mean? Like they say, like we fought over oil or nine eleven. It, it's not that, and I can tell you it's not that. It's a religious war because we sent um, oh, I can't remember. Like I'm not a religious Christians. Christians, but um, the thing they call them to go over, go over to other countries. Oh, missionaries! Yes, we sent missionaries over there. Okay. To through the military, not through the military, just okay. missionaries in, in general, and to persuade them to convert to Christianity. Yes, which is really going to be hard because both Islam and Christianity are both Abrahamic religions, and supposedly Islam is older than Christianity. And it's it actually, is. so it's actually made very prevalent because in Islam, Jesus is a prophet, is in Islam. So. Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did not That's, know that. A lot of people don't. It's like, Islam actually recognizes Jesus as a prophet. Okay. They just do not recognize him as the savior. Okay. So. Kind of like Judaism. Yeah. Very much so. They're still waiting for their savior. Yes. And. Uh, I could be wrong on that with Islam because I, I'm not sure if Muhammad is supposed to be their savior. 
Or if Muhammad is their name for God? I think they're. I think Muhammad is their name for God. Okay. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Do not quote me on that. Yeah, I'm. I'm not like. I'm not sure either. But I do know that Jesus is a prophet in their religion. He is just not the savior. The. We sent missionaries over there to convert them to Christianity, and Christianity isn't even the oldest religion. Like a lot of Christians like to believe. Oh yeah. Huh. Catholicism is actually older than. Christianity, um, because Christianity branches off of Catholicism. So when you're talking in terms like that, Protestantism is Pro- the younger, but Christianity is actually the umbrella term for Catholicism, Protestantism, um, even so, like. Uh, now the only reason I say this, like apostolic and all yeah. those, those are all under the same umbrella of Christianity. Because yes. you, you've got your Methodist, you got your Baptist, you got your you got a you whole know. lot of branches off of it. Yes, but the thing is, what because I grew up technically, I grew up Catholic, right? So, like I and throughout the years, like I didn't go to Catholic churches, like I did, but I didn't. I went to Bishop Flaget. Okay, and even then, like I left there, I didn't like it. Nobody it, did. Yeah, it's shit. Not a single fucking person that went to Bishop Flaget that I know personally liked that school. If they did, they're in their fucking psychopath. But I talked to one of my teachers at Huntington, and he said, uh, no, Catholicism is the biggest branch of Christianity, quote-unquote. I was like, okay. Well, that is correct. So Catholicism is the biggest branch of Christianity. Um, they just follow because, Mary. Sorry? They follow Mary. The mother of Jesus. I I mean yes and no, I just think they put more importance on Mother Mary. They do. They they do, honestly, because like I Because like, she was the mother of the Savior. She was. And you know, Immaculate Conception, yada yada mm-hmm. yada. I'm not gonna get into it because <laughs> I'm not a religious person. I was just I was grown I was I was they tried to morph me into believing you know God is this Christianity, Catholicism, Mm -hmm. this and this, this. But you know, as time grew, more stuff happened. I was like, you know what? What I believe in, right? And then, would you say that you're agnostic? Uh, explain that to me. So, agnostic is where I'm not really sure what I believe, but there's something out there. Yes. Okay. Yes, I'm that because you know. I feel like, you know, if you do good, good thing will good things will happen to you. But if you go out and you kill little Timmy, you get caught and you're like, Oh, I didn't do that, but you have evidential proof of it, that's the universe saying, Hey, go fuck yourself. And that's something of a higher power saying, Hey, go fuck yourself. And you're going fuck to Fuck little prison. Timmy. Yeah, fuck little Timmy. That little <laughs> bastard stole twenty five cents from me when I was fucking three. So but you're saying we, you think that it has absolutely nothing to do with 9-11 or oil. You think it's, it is right back down to religion. I 100%, I 100% think that it boils down to religion. Because Americans like to push religion on the other countries. I love America. I'm a 100% red-blooded American. Mm-hmm. But we have a tendency push 
religion and our culture onto other countries. So I would agree with the culture aspect of it, but so as much as religion is in bed with you know the government, you know you're supposed to separation of church and state. It yeah. doesn't it doesn't work that way. Um, having said that, though, I don't think that necessarily it's a American thing to push church on people in the sense that. We are the melting pot. Still. We are. We still are. And there's still, you know, this is, I would, I would be willing to wager that America alone has more practiced religions than any other country in the world. You know, because um, like when you were talking about religions being old, you know, Taoism, Buddhism, almost all the Asian religions. They're older than Christian. Are much older. Much 100%. older. 100%. I agree with you on that. I do. But the thing is, Christianity is provident. It's, it's definitely more violent. More, yeah. But it's like when you think of missionaries going to other countries, like mm. Haiti, what do you think of? Uh, you're either going to agree to love Jesus or you're not getting this water bottle. Exactly. So, Which that, really irks me because a missionary is supposed to go and say here's food and water jesus loves you not you love jesus or no food and water exactly. which is unfortunately what happens a lot of times and then when you bring these examples up people are like oh well that's not christianity they're not true christians like yes they are they're just bad christians yeah they're you horrible. have to accept the good with the bad like my thing is like i have this thing like you have tattoos mm -hmm. okay so do you consider your body a canvas I believe it's more like just a fucking beach suit. See, I look at my body as a Like, I want to get my entire body tattooed, like, when the appropriate time comes. Like, if I have my own business, I want to have. Like, I've told myself forever that I have my own business. Hell yeah. And... What do you want that business to be? Gym. You want to have a gym? I do. I love... I love working out... And I love people working. But I what don't creeper, like seeing... What a creeper, bro. Huh? What a creeper. It's Watching not, people, yeah, lift those weights. Not like that. I like seeing people <laughs> lift weights I know what you the mean. right way. Yeah, you like to watch people improve their lives. Yes, I do. I love it. But when I see someone fucking up, like, they're using too heavy of a weight. And they're you know, struggling to get it, but they're still trying to. They're just going to end up hurting their back or their legs. You know, something like that. And I want to be able to go up to them and be like, hey, drop weight. You're going to fuck yourself up. Right. Or something like that. But I can't bring myself to do it. Because it's gonna be, no one's going to listen to me. I'm just some Joe Schmo in the gym. I think if you actually approach them with, you know, from a place of kindness and genuine concerned like hey man i'm not trying to be an ass but i'm noticing that you're struggling more than three reps yeah like you know anything more than three reps you're buckling yeah. so i would advise you to drop weight a little bit i don't know i'm not trying to hurt your pride and i understand that you're working towards a goal yeah but i don't want to see you get hurt so would you mind if i spot you yeah or and you know a lot of people like they may come to fruition be like, yeah, please help me, yada, yada, yada. But, and 
A lot of people are arrogant. They are. Like, I've literally done a set of five on incline bend. Not heavyweight, but it's weight to me because I haven't done it. Right. For like, and I looked at this guy and I said, hey, man, about me? Like, yeah, how many are you going for? I said, five. I said, okay. So I got five. He's like, you can get ten. Get it. Okay. I left it out. Hell yeah. Like, did hell of a job, pretty much. Yeah. I was like, that made me feel good. Yeah, every now and then, like, there's wonderful connections to be made. Because I do think that the gym community as a whole understands that everybody is there to get gains. You know, oh, yeah. and as time goes on, I've really found that people move away from, oh, look at that. And now it's more informative of, hey, I've noticed that you're doing this. Try turning your wrist this way. Yeah, exactly. It'll isolate this muscle. You know, just little tips, little tricks. Everybody's in the game to get gains, and everybody's out to help everybody get there. And that brings me to like, women. Women in the gym, like some of them don't give a fuck. They go in there and they just. Fucking kid. And I, I love that shit. But then you got some women that go in and they're like, I have guys looking at me. Who gives a fuck? Let them look because guess what? They're looking at you because you look good as fuck. Right. Like, I support that 100%. Like, there's someone I know personally. I love this girl to death. And she, like, we talk. Talk to me a whole lot here, but it is what. But talking, she's like, "Oh, I hate going." Like all these guys look at me, blah blah. blah. Like, gives a fuck. Like you have a nice ass. Like you have nice legs. Right. You look good. Let them fucking look. I think women just don't want to be stared at. Like if you look, like oh okay, you know, great. If you're like, hey, I want to watch. Two or three reps just to see make see what her form's like. Maybe she's doing something that I could benefit from. Yeah. Then agree. But that's not I don't think that's what most women are saying. Most women are saying, This dude has been looking at me for thirty fucking minutes. That's that's where it gets fucking weird. Right. Now, the woman I'm talking about is an ex girlfriend of mine. Okay. She's like, what would you do if just seen guy staring at me? I'm like, one, I wouldn't give a fuck. Because guess who you're coming home? Right. And all this. We got into it. Like, not into it. Like, we had a discussion about it. And, like, so you wouldn't get mad. I said, what's the point getting mad about it when you're going to be coming look good? Like, you're going there not to impress other people. You're going there to work out. Like, you're going there to improve yourself. And I love that. Now, do you think that she was coming from the standpoint of would you get jealous, or do you think she was coming from at you coming at you with the standpoint of does it make you angry that this man is making you comfortable? Both. Do you think there was a little bit of both in that question? Both. Okay. And, it, and it, both have been brought up. She's like, "Would you get jealous?" I said, "No, I would not be jealous because, again, you're coming home." To right. But like, if it's a consistent thing, like, what what if he's like flirting with me? Although I said. He's flirting with you and we're in the same gym. I would walk up to you, grab you by the ass, and kiss you in front of him. Make it clear. Right. Because there's 
I hate using, but I also love using alpha and beta. Okay. And there's an alpha male within everybody. Just got to find it. You got to find what you're passionate about and you got to fucking kill it. Right. And I consider myself an alpha male. Honestly, I do because a lot of people come up to me. I, I myself an alpha male. Okay. Because I've had a lot of people come up to me for advice, for leaders. Fucking just this. Very simple. Right. And it's also people that I think that they don't open their mind. Know how smart, if that makes sense. Self-doubt. You yes. think people have a lot of self-doubt. I do. And the thing is, when it comes to self-doubt, is it leads you down a path of depression. And it leads you down a path of... It's very easy to fall in the pit of, you know, oh, well, I don't know what to do about this, so I must be trash. Or, you know, this person did this to me, so I must be worthless. Yes. Like, it's very easy to fall down that. It really is. And, it, and honestly, I've went... And it took me a long time to be like, but... Fuck that. I am a very smart and intelligent person. And I know what I can do and what I can do with my life. I just got to quit being fucked. I'm really glad that you're there. Because oftentimes I think that I... I don't think I'm dumb. But I think I'm ignorant to a lot of things. Because I just don't... I don't put the effort in to learn about this or learn about that. Yeah. And like my friends have gotten on me before and I think I talked about it on the last episode, you know, instead of Googling something, I'll ask a friend. Yeah. But I, I have so much focus and importance on human connection that if I think that you might be knowledgeable about this thing, I'm going to ask you first. Yeah. Because I might want to talk to you. That might be my open. Oh, 100%. I agree with you because human connection, when it comes to, when it comes to whatever you, don't know much about and say I do like if you're like hey I don't know much about don't know much about lifting weights like how do I start where do I go so on and so forth and I would give you a very cool way of getting in starting where you're comfortable there's some stuff that I can do, not a lot of people. Right. And there's some stuff other people can do that I can't. Right. So, like, I'm knowledgeable to an extent, and I know my extent. And I think that's also a very good tool, knowing your limits. Yes. I think that there are a lot of people out there that think they know more than they really So, like, it's really good to see that you, you know, are secure enough in yourself to say, hey, this is where my knowledge of this stops. Yes. You know, I understand, uh, I understand protein powders up to the point of now you need to add creatine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like something yeah. as far goes as like the diet. Yeah. Some people, I know people that can break down a diet into, um, I just learned recently that a big C when it comes to calories is actually a thousand little calories. That blew my mind. But the thing is, when it comes to dieting, is, you know, because I think 
can be analytics, and I think you can, you know, um, like, if genetics? you, genetics, thank you, yeah. I think you can beat them, I really do, everyone's like, oh, if your mom's fat and your dad's fat, you're gonna be fat, no the fuck you're not, like, all you gotta do is work for it, you gotta, and I don't think diet, like, I eat like shit, I really do. So I 100% agree that I think that you can be when it comes to all oh, my whole family struggles with obesity. But I do think that, for example, there are just some people that no matter how hard they try, no matter how much they diet, they will never end up with six-pack abs. And that's all... Those are the genetics I do not think you can... I don't... Listen. I have worked my ass off. Like, I just recently took a break because I got a dog. And I broke my... That is what. Right. But I've worked my ass off from the time I was six years old till uh, beginning of spring. Like working on your body? Yes. Okay. And the thing is, I've never had six pack abs abs since I was fifth grade. I just I think sometimes genetics will just there's certain things about genetics that I think you can't beat. I agree. There are certain things about genetics that you can't beat, but the weight and the yeah, just being generally fat, you can always beat that when it comes to yeah. That's all that all that boils down to is how willing are you? Like, are you willing to get up, go to the gym once? Why should I, Bro, brother? Listen, I was going to the gym two to three times a day, every day. That's a lot. That's a lot, and I wouldn't kill myself every fucking time. Like Mondays, obviously chest. Like I've always been chest days. Oh yeah, you you've always got your basic blocks in it. Yeah, your chest and tries, back and buys, uh, shoulders and. What is it? Legs? Yeah, shoulders. Yeah, but I don't like legs. legs that much. I'm not a, mainly because my legs are like they're fucked to the point. Like if I a whole lot of heavy lifting with my legs, I have to wear knees. That's that's genetics, and that's genetics. I can't. Yeah, that's a good example. Yeah, like if you, families have bad joints, things like that. I don't know. Like it. So, I I will I made a post on Facebook the other day. Yeah, I said I think bad backs run in my family, and my oldest brother said no bad accident. And I mean, what are you trying to say, bro? Well, what, here's, what are you suggesting? Well, the thing is, like him and about to fall down the stairs. No, well, I fell down a few stairs in my life drunk but him and my second oldest brother got into a very bad accident they it was them and one or two they went under semi trailer oh shit yeah it was a bad accident i wasn't alive at the point where i was i just i was too young to remember and you know that's Starting to affect them now. But here's the thing. I was in 
seventh grade, going into eighth, was that summer, and we were playing in a tournament, a traveling basketball tournament. And I don't know why I felt the need to fall because if it was running out of bounds, it would have been our ball anyway. I kept it in play, but my left leg stuck. I hit the stuck and the rest of my body spun. Ooh. My mother told me that you could hear the pop throughout the entire gym. We're playing on a court that has about three or four other games besides ours. Fucking loud. That you could now at the at that time I was like full of adrenaline. I didn't give a fuck. I felt pain. I was like, cares. I gotta I gotta win. Like I have to win. It, that's the elite. I have to do this because my family wants good and I gotta be able to play other sports. Okay. And find out my hip popped up. Not only my hip, mm. but three vertebrae in my back. Damn, got you good, huh? Yep. And the only reason I know that I had three vertebrae in my back out, I was staying with a friend who was on the same traveling basketball team. Yeah. Same middle school and high school. Basketball. I was staying at his house. I was like, I got this weird pain. Not even a pain. It was a numb going down my back. Right. Like, oh, my bad. Got to make sure you're loud enough to pick you up. So, like, Mom, like, I know we're going for my hip, but, like, I got this thing with my back going on, and it feels, it's really weird. Yeah. Go, we go and look at it. The same doctor and everything. And I, the doctor went to Huntington, and so I got free, pretty much free chiropractor fit. There you go. He said, you have three vertebrae out in your back. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, you got three vertebrae out in your back and they're pinching your nerves. That's why you feel this numbness going down your back. I was like, oh, that's sweet. <coughs> so I was doing them on my back and my knees. Which, that's a whole other, like, that's... Like stem cells? No, it was just, like, elect electrical stimulation. Oh, okay. And my knees were the worst. Like, my hips and my back, yeah, they could be popped back into place, whatever. My knees, that's, a, that's just a disease I can't get rid of. And yeah. so I did that. And that was a whole thing. And then playing football, where I've had a lot of games. Yeah? A lot. Okay. I, I've ignored a lot, which really fucked me up. Like, I shouldn't have, but I did. And then there was one that was very serious in that it got me out of a game. And then I'm sitting there, like, pulling everybody else pussies while I don't have any shoulder pads on, and I'm sitting there screaming at everybody in, an, in our end zone at halftime. Like, you're all a bunch of fucking pussies. Like, I'm out of the game. I'm a pussy. And this was in eighth grade. Like, I played... Too hard, bud. It's too hard. I played way too hard. Tough. I played because everyone's like, you play like it's your last game. I was like, okay. 
and I would, I ran the ball, I would run at people and headbutt them. Yeah, that's something else. Is like, why, like, you have helmets on. Do they not protect you? Oh, I did a whole study on this. Their helmets, they do to an extent. Because it's like, I always see flags on the play when people crash helmets. Helmet to helmet is a very, like, if you get hurt and you're, like, top of the head, there's a chance that you're going to get, you could lose the usage of your leg. You could, you could be Oh, because of the compression of the spine. Yes. Okay. And that's the whole reason that they're very serious on helmet. So we helmet had a boy. Contact. We had a boy in school. He always had a. It was. It was a neck, neck brace. Brace. I that came one. up and like locked into the back of his helmet. Yeah, I didn't have that. But it was only for like if he put his head back when the head come back, it would rest on like a shelf kind of thing. So I always thought that was wild, but and I never understood it. But now that I think about it, it makes sense. It's uh. So neck braces help a lot, but at the same time they're very fucking uncomfortable. For me, it was. I'm, I can imagine. I had one because my mom didn't want me to. Well, fuck no! You was going out there like a little gremlin, man. Oh, like I was she's like, oh, well, you know. So can't control yourself on the field. And that's the thing. Like I couldn't. Like I had a lot of pent up anger because of. My stepfather, who to this day I do not like. Like, I could hurt him and not feel any, any remorse. That's fair. And he's not even technically my stepfather, but I grew up with him for so long that technically. Okay. But, you know, he is one of the reasons. Like, I would get a football practice, and I would picture his face. Everybody. Going to games and and running out there like Bobby Boucher, huh? Fuck, dude, I'd hurt people. I broke legs. I accidentally broke a teammate's arm during a game by throwing somebody on the other team, and he just hit and slid and broke his elbow. And I feel bad about it. I do, but at the same time, I'm like, but did you win that game? Can't remember. See. It, it doesn't see, matter. Those, so listen, those are the times that you got to remember. You got to remember if you won that game. Because now you'll never know if it was worth it. I, I won't. But the thing is, like, when I was growing up, a lot of games. Yeah. Until I hit high school. The high school team sucked. I couldn't tell you. I could tell you why. Everyone, everyone would probably disagree, but it's coaching. And... I loved I loved my first head coach. I did. I loved him. But it was I feel like there wasn't enough discipline. I really don't. So when you're talking about, you know, your parents being elite when it comes to athleticism, did they force you to do like extra practice? Um so that brings me to a funny topic. Okay. Extra practice. So, this is a whole story. We've got time. We do. So, when I was in middle school, hmm? they're like, hey, want a goat? I was like, yeah, I'll take a goat. I don't give a shit. And, and in fucking seventh, eighth graders' turn. 
They're like, okay, go catch that goat where because I used to ride horses. Right. Like, and we stayed at this horse ranch that also sold goats and stuff. Go catch a goat, keep it. Okay. I caught a goat. <laughs> they didn't think I was going to. I carried that motherfucker back. And that goat turned into tackling practice. Oh. Yeah. That poor baby. Oh, he was a dick. Well, probably. I'd be too. Oh, like, we cut his nuts how, off. How big did he get? He didn't get very big. He probably got, like, about this big. Okay. And, I mean, he had horns, but they weren't, they weren't big at all. They didn't, like, they weren't curled like a ram hat. How many times did he catch you off guard? A lot, but he didn't hurt me. <laughs> like, he would just come up behind me and, like, like just a, like, he would be, like, a dick, but he wouldn't. Man, I've gotten full bored by a goat before. Oh, they're fucking oh, dicks, dude. Jesus, it was just flying, just like running like his life depended on it, just to See, get me right in the happened. back of the leg. Oh, he ran like his life depended on it, but that was when I was chasing him, chasing him for tackling practice. Now, see, I've watched enough videos of people that, like, when they're trying to stand up, the goat will headbutt them. Oh, they're like, dicks. Like, in their head. Yeah. I was like, "There's, I'm not going to have it. So I hopped up as fast as possible because I didn't want to be, like, one of those people that, like, slowly got up and just got my shit pushed in by this goat. See, I would headbutt the goat. Oh, mm-mm, nope. They got hard heads, bud. They do. Plus, they, they stink. They stink so bad. They do. Like, I love, I love goats. They're cute. But they stink. They're cute as fuck. They're adorable animals, but they are fucking horrendous. To they eat everything. Oh, yeah. My mom couldn't have a garden. Tin cans, all that. They don't give a fuck. Like, we literally, like, he, we couldn't keep this goat pinned. Like, I would come home from school, that goat would be out, and no one would be home, and I'd be like, what the fuck? He had shit to do. Like, he was an escape artist. Yeah. And, but the thing is, he didn't fuck with me. Yeah. Mainly because, like, I would chase his ass down and tackle him. But, and then he, like, he was cool with me. Like, me and him were cool. Like, he'd headbutt me leg every yeah. now and again. Just to be like, hey, I'm here. But I got too big for him. So I gave him to my niece and nephew. He wrecked their shit? Oh, fuck. <laughs> he, my niece. <laughs> <laughs> I should shoot eyes like... <laughs> A few weeks like, oh, it's just like, oh, it's so cute. It's like, Boo. no. My niece, like, last week or two weeks ago, she was like, I hated that goat so much. I couldn't leave the house without it trying to kill me. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Well, that's what goats do, baby. I don't know what you want. Exactly. But my nephew, he was probably two. Oh, no. He would headbutt my nephew off the porch. That would be so hard not to laugh about. I, I witnessed it, and I'm telling you, I fucking lost my shit. Oh, man. You, like, you feel bad, because the baby don't, <laughs> baby don't expect this. Boo! Getting checked off the porch. I mean, and my brother's like, why do you have, why did you give us such a violent guy? I'm like, why'd you want it? Yeah, why'd you want it? Well, eat the him. kids wanted it, well. Like, eat him. If he's that big of a problem, eat him. Oh, he ended up dead sometime. I don't know how the fuck it happened, but they're like, yeah, Bob's dead. I named him Bob. Yes. <coughs> Good old Bob the goat. Exactly. Like, hey, whatever happened to Bob the goat? He's dead. Oh, what happened? Pepperoni. Okay. Well, yeah, have him butchered. Exactly. Have him butchered. It, uh, Don't sacrifice fucking... your animals, okay? 
It is still illegal while we're on the topic. Unless it's for pepperoni. Unless it's for pepperoni. But, uh, you know, I love animals, death, but I don't understand how people sacrifice certain animals. Goats? I mean, you look at... Try a fainting goat. Could you ever sacrifice a fainting goat? Just walk around the corner and be like, ah, I need a motherfucker. Like, eh. so the issue with it is like, you know, I have never thought for a second that at any point in time when they sacrificed animals, they actually sacrificed them. No, I can't imagine anybody being killing a fool, you know, let's say a sow or a, you know, a cow. Ain't no way you're wasting that, wasting that much meat saying that you're giving it to your God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause like back then those were, that was wealth. Oh yeah. I mean, like even today, like you've got, you know, you've got a big, a nice cow. You're going to sacrifice it and just not eat any of that meat? No. Oh, I won't eat. No, you're going to harvest, that. you know. So that's why Ridge, I'm saying it's everything. like, if, you, if you're going to use an animal in a sacrificial ritual, eat it. You know, take it to the butcher, have it processed. Oh, yeah. You know? Don't just, you know, don't be stringing up a deer and sacrifice and just leaving it there. That's why I have such a hard time really believing that animal sacrifice has ever been a real thing in regards to, you know, the old gods. Uh, I think chickens were. Chickens, sure. But chickens are, you know, a dime a dozen. They are. They re- literally. But like, like, a cow? Oh, fuck. You're paying a good penny. Mm-hmm. Like, even back then, you're paying a good penny. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no way. There's no I mean, way that these people were out here chopping cows' heads off and just being like, oh, well, that's the gods now. No, I mean, but, like, a whole lot of people, I don't... Cows as sacrificial. Or pigs, goats. Pigs. I've seen goats. Mm-hmm. Goats for Satanism. But I know there's a fine line with Satanism and atheism. So... I misspoke on the last episode about Satanism. The Satanism that I was speaking of was Levian Satanism, which was started in 1966 okay. by Anton LaVey. Okay. So the head, the head priest of the church now is Peter H. Gilmore. Okay. But there are different branches of Satanism now, too. Even so the, you know, Oh, I believe it. Levian Satanism is the Church of Satan, versus now there's also the Satanic Temple. And... In my personal opinion, the Satanic Temple was more of a political movement more than any kind of religious movement. But they are moving to pass laws that protect religion more than it already is. Okay. Because you can say all day, oh, well, we don't discriminate against religion. But you fucking do. You know what I'm saying? It happens all the time. Yeah. And what what's interesting is that a lot of times I've noticed that some of these lawsuits are, you know, oh, they thought that this man in a turban was a Muslim. Have to be. He could have been a Sikh. Explain. It's a whole different religion. Now, I Do don't they know. They use turbans as well. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's what I'm saying. It's like, so I don't know a whole lot about Sikhs. 
but I know they carry they carry a comb, they carry their knife, and they wear a turban. Yeah. But to just look at them, most of the time you can't distinguish the you know unless you, you know that there's see. a difference unless yeah. you know the difference between them. Like oh well that's a someone's wearing a turban. No, I get it. And they walk in for a job, and it'll be you know oh well this guy's a Muslim. I don't know if I want to take on all the baggage that comes with. And I mean I understand that I do when it comes to a company and like a private company, they where I work. You know what I mean? Who is a very Christian oriented company. Now if you take on somebody who's Muslim. Would literally have to give them a time of day, which is their time of day for prayer. Yeah, and I understand that. That happened at Kahin. There's a company I used to work for. They hired a whole bunch of refugees that came in, and they were all Muslim. Okay. And they converted the gym into a a, a prayer place. Okay. Now it was really weird how it worked though, because we were on third shift. Yeah, which I was a little bit, I was confused about because I didn't know enough about anything. I mean, I, I thought it was certain times of the day. It is certain times of the day. I don't think they wake up in the middle of the night just to pray. I'm, I don't know if they I do mean, either. they could. But they, did, they literally looked them in the face and told them, if you want to pray, you have to do it on your break time. We're That's, not, not going to let you go pray no. when you're supposed to pray. You See, have to do it on your break time. I, that's... Um... Ostracization? Ostrac they're ostracizing those people because of their religion. So I'm not sure where that line is because in in, in one one respect, why would you get a special break time? But On technically the other it's hand, not a special break time. It's a part of their religion. I'm very open. Right. I'm very open to hey like I'm well, I, I guess I should say that, I mean, I'm kind of playing devil's advocate on this one because it's, you know, as a company, yeah. you can't be giving out extra breaks. As I mean, but it's not extra breaks per se. It's a religious aspect, and they could get sued for it. Oh, sure. But, but I also think that there's... I just don't feel... I feel like they may have said it before any kind of employment was offered. They may have. Hey. We will hire you, but you're only going to pray on your break time. If and these if, terms are acceptable, we'll play if, ball. And if that's the thing, guess what? And no suing. No suing. Right. Because you're under, I don't want to say a legal contract because it's not technically a legal contract. Yeah, not in Ohio. It's a right to work state. Right? Is right to work? Is that the right it's words? A, at will. At will, yes. Yeah. Because like they could, Ohio could literally fire you just. I don't like your face today. Bye. Exactly. Happens all the time. So technically, you can't get Ohio anyone in Ohio for discrimination in the workplace because you someone, can if it's proven. If it's proven, yes. You can if it's proven. So, for example, uh, if so, but if they're like, oh, I just didn't like him, and it's not will state. Guess what? They didn't like you. However, employers are required to give a reason as to why you're fired. Oh, yeah, 100%. So they can't write down, I didn't like them. 
because you're going to win that every day when it comes to like unemployment. Oh, yeah. But like if you're a. He was late twice. On he break. was late twice. He didn't meet quota. Find anything and everything. Oh, yeah. And that's all they got to do. I mean, I don't. I hate to bring race into this, but like you could be Mexican, black. And if you have a racist. Uh, supervisor, manager. Oh yeah. And you're late one time. Guess what? You're. Yeah, they're gonna get you. They're gonna be like, "Oh, he was late." Just lost. Now, however, this is where it gets a little tricky too, because it's like, you know, if I was a different race and we were both late on the same day, fired me, not you. Yep. Yep. You can bring that. Look. You bring that up. I rode with a friend. We had the same start time, and he still works there. And got a case. Got a case. And could someone of a culture could definitely in a heartbeat. As long as the person that you rode with decides. Yeah. And that's uh that's where a lot of it, you know, kind of falls apart. Because I can't don't want your friend to jeopardize their job. But that's where it gets really complicated. The other issue is that a lot of people believe they're like, oh, well, I can't afford a lawyer. I can't really do anything about it. What? Like, for a... Pro bonos? Uh, pro bonos, yes, because pro bonos are lawyers that will work for free if the case is, yeah. in my opinion. But, um, talking about, like, Fucking got a DUI, and you're in jail. Afford a lawyer. Oh, a court-appointed lawyer? Yeah, what are they? I've had one. A public defender. Yes, and they're not. They're not gonna do. Yeah, public defender's not gonna take that on it. They're shit. They're, they are, and I'll say they're shit because I've had a. I mean, I have too. I've, my guy was good. My guy was good. He's like, listen, listen. Cody's not a horrible guy. Hold on. So, like, I don't want to get what you did. Yeah. But I will tell you what I did. I mean, I could, I could say what I did. I mean, if you want to say, if you want to do it, go ahead. So what happened was, is like, it was back when I think I was like, ish around there. Like it was, it was not. I was not an adult for very long. I got. I started messing around with pills and things like that after I broke okay. my hand. And yeah. it was real easy to get hooked. Don't fucking... I don't want to start on that yeah. fucking subject. Yeah, the pharmaceutical industry is terrible. So, I had no self-control. And I was blitzed out of my mind, not being... I was not smart at all. I went and I stole some stuff from Kmart, thinking that like it would work to get my girlfriend back because she just broke up with me. Okay. The wildest line of thought. I have no idea where it come from. And we're not. No. So, I I go and I snatch this stuff up, and by the time I get to the car, the guy's like, hey, we caught you. I was like, I don't know who you caught, but it ain't me. And like, <laughs> he's, like, he's like, quit playing, you know? So, the cops come and shit, and I go to jail, and it was the weirdest thing, because like, most of my family's been in and out of jail for a long time. So when I walked in, I was like, please 
for fuck's sake, please let some of my family be in here. For the first time ever, I was hoping family was in jail. <laughs> I was hoping for my Uncle Kevin. Okay. Because he's the one that I trusted the most when it comes to the, you know, the jail game. Yeah. And I walk in, and it's not. It's my cousin, Corey. And I'm like, yeah, fuck. It. He pops up, and I'm putting misdemeanor pod because, like, shit that I took maybe totaled, it was like $27. Okay, yeah, I, I, yeah. So, I was, fuck. I was so high. Because I, I had, like, three tens on me. Perk? Mm-hmm. Ooh. So, I had to, like, I had to smash those before the cop got there. Oh, of course. So, I'm like, boop. I'm out of my, I'm out of my You're gourd. Fu- fucked. And uh, I thought I had weed in my pocket. I thought I had a little baggie of weed in my pocket. The cop gets there, and he searches me, and does all this stuff, and he's like, what's this? I was like, that's weed. <laughs> it's like, no, it's not. Make a note, I was like, <laughs> what do you mean it's not? He's like, you got ripped off, bro. I was like, woo, Mr. Charge, Mr. Charge. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've never been so happy to be ripped off in my life. <laughs> I was like, yeah, my plug is shit. Hell yeah. So I get to the jail and my cousin Corey pops up. He's like, hey, go, sh- go set your shit down. I want to talk to you in my cell. I was like, listen, we cousins on the outside. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Like, I'm definitely not going in your cell, you fucking weirdo. He's like, quit being fucking dumb. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So I go up here. He's talking to me about getting his truck out of the impound when I get out. Because he's like, he asked me what I did, and I told him, he's like, you'll be out tomorrow. They're going to, you know, they're going to they're gonna roll you. I was like, okay, well, you're the expert, so I'm going to trust you. And yeah. they did. They ordered me the next morning. But my public defender's like, I don't even know why they waste me. Shouldn't have even been arrested. This is a ticketable. So, like, let me ask you a question. Like, not to interrupt you. Oh, you're good. But, like, what's your public defender? Um, was he, he was an older dude? Older with, like, dude, glasses, salt and pepper, gray hair. Balding. No. This guy was not balding. It, that was one thing I distinctly remember. He had a full head of hair. Okay. That might be the same guy I'm thinking of. But by the time I got to him, he was balding. Uh, this was in, like, 2011 or 12. That was definitely before. So, when I got to him, keep in mind, like I had already had one OBI by the time I was 19 years old. And they let me off. Not, not let me off, but they, they suspended my license. Wait, I'm, no. Yeah. But like, all they got to do is pay cancel amount. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, an ungodly it's, amount when it happens. Well, I got isn't, it isn't the fine up to like ten thousand dollars? They can find you up to it ten thousand. I think so. I think I didn't get hit with that. What I got hit with the second time was, hey, you're going to jail for thirty days, and you hmm. got to pay X amount of money to get your license back on top of two years for. That's so nice. you can't get your license back for two years. I was like, oh, that's fucking great. Yeah. Obviously, it didn't work. I still drink. My mom's like, hey, you're going to drive my car because like I don't use it. And in these drove, you got to go to work. Yada, yada, yada. I'm like, All right, cool. Like, I'm not, I don't, I don't go anywhere. Right. I mean, I went. Fuck people. Yeah. Hey, man, you got to bang it out sometimes. Exactly. Booty call is important. But, like, the thing is, they fucked me hard. 
which is understandable because the gay's daughter, I do believe, got hit by a drunk driver. I understood that. And at the same time, I got hit months after, not even a year. I got my guy. I got a public defense. This dude literally fucking gave me a piece of paper and said, sign it. I was like, okay. He didn't explain anything? Nothing? Nope. And, like, he's a public defender. He's technically a lawyer. So, my mom has always been a little off when it comes to things. With it, When it comes to the law, she's like, Katrina's are listening. I, I, I'm like, you, you need to calm down, Ma. Yeah, the one thing... The one thing that mom instilled in all of us boys was you read every single word on a page before you put your name. My mom. Because <laughs> she worked in the... From the time... she. She worked in RCI. Like before I was born. Just pregnant with me. But she were, she was a... Damn, I can't remember. She worked in the office. Oh, okay. So she wasn't in direct contact with inmates. Not when she was pregnant with me. Fair enough. But was so, like, ashamed of myself. Got hit, that I got hit again. That didn't want to. Don't want to break her heart. Right. And I, I hit it so long. I had to wear a fucking ankle brace because I was by this city. I license. Like I was walking to work, and I worked at the dock at Water. And you were just telling her like, no, I just need to exercise. Pretty much. So I still have my truck. I fucking lost it. Or car. I had a car. Lost it. I wasn't paying over a thousand dollars to get inbound. Said go fuck yourself. Out of it and all can keep. But found out. She- I don't even think they let you do that anymore. I don't think. I mean, get your stuff. They might, but I'm not. They're like we're gonna sell this random sock we. For five dollars, gotta get all the money. Okay. Yeah, but like I had that two. So like my prized possession, my first OVI. Like I'm not gonna lie, I I didn't give a fuck about the. I was more worried about like my friend. Called the, she called the cops on me. Okay. Called the cops on me because. She, her, called her dad. Her dad said, "Call." And she, that you left. I didn't leave. Like I was there on the scene. I was more worried about like. No, no, no. I'm saying like, why did she call the cops? Like what? What called, transpired for her to want to call her dad? Okay, so I called her. Like, okay. I wrecked. Oh, okay. I wrecked. Gotcha. And I called her. I was like, I don't know what to do. Well, came. And then she's like, I don't know what to do. She's crying. Like, I'm crying because, like, her were kind of 
had a thing at the time. Mm-hmm. And seeing her cry got you. Seeing her cry got me. Because well, it didn't get it got me before it got her because I'm sitting there like it could have been her and the passengers. Right. And came started crying. She called it called her dad. Her dad told her to call the cops. And she did. And it got there. Now got out of an OVI. I got an OVI. But I don't blame her at all. Like, life experience. Everyone needs to go through something. Like, nobody needs to go through an OVI. Nobody needs to go through an OVI? Yeah, stop drinking and driving. Exactly. That's why. Why, why do you think I'm going through so much? I understand. But, like, I'm working on it. I believe that I will get everything in order. Yes, you will. Before start of next year. That's it, man. By believe next, it. By next year, I won't be. Which brings me to the topic of manifesting talked about. Mm-hmm. So, I believe that I'll be in North Carolina next year with one of my best friends. Fuck yeah, man. And we will have a business partnership. There you go. Now, this partnership stems from having a gym, him having a tattoo parlor. Oh, that'd be sweet. Fuck yeah, right? Tat it up and then go rip it up, man. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So we think it's a great idea. And... Like, he's talked to his boss. Like, his boss is the one who, like, thinks it's a good idea, too. But I haven't had a chance to talk to his boss about it. Now, it's just, it's really being like, okay, I got to get my shit. And I got to get this, this, and this done before I can leave and down in North Carolina. And my whole thing, I got to get out of a contract place I'm staying. Like, that's the... Do they I, not offer an option to break lease? You can, but you got to pay the entirety of the rest of, the, the rest of your lease off. Oof. Well, well how much work. longer you got? I have until, I think, March. Of next year? So March or May. One of, well, I mean, one of the M's. Save up, man. Pay it off at first year. Be like, I'm out, deuces. That's what I'm trying to do. It's just a whole, it's just a thing with the, I got to pay. Your fines and all that. $575. Uh, not not the fines, just $575 to get my license. The fines are paid off. Oh, well then the, fuck yeah, man. Will they not allow you to make payments on it, or is it does oh, it all no, have I can to be make one? Uh, o plates. Oh, For anybody who doesn't know, and they don't have their license, oplates. dot com or dot gov, one of the two. I'm not hundred percent sure. Yeah. You can pay off your, um. It's not fines, but like you have got to pay to get your, your registration fee. Pretty much, basically. Yeah. And like my little thousand dollars. 
That's tough, bud. It is. And let me tell you something. I went from almost $1,000 to 575 Oh, yeah. Working hard. I, from going, I've worked so many. Like Columbus, Columbus is where I started. So, I mean, having gone through this, do you think you're ever going to do it again? What, drink and drive? Yeah. Fuck no. Yeah. I will never. And I will. And I consistently. I said. Like, oh, I, I did this. And I drove home. I was like, don't fucking do that. So the second time. The second you, time was a fuck up. Did you wreck? No. Second time. Okay. Second time I was with a person I knew from. Mm-hmm. And I was. I had already been drinking. We ended up going to a local bar. Up at another local bar. Like, hey. I gotta pick up. Ever like I'm down with that. Like I fucking would smoke weed if I could. Right. I'll take you over there. Got you. Hit me right beside speed. So, but the thing was, it, I wasn't swerving. So then, how did were they just camping the bar? They were camping the bar. They said they got me swerving. Was. Ah, that's what hit me. I was trying to get puss. Getting them take. Oh man, trying to get puss. They hit me like, Booty oh, you went left to center. Wrong. I was like, I don't think I went left to center. Tried to do the fuck. See, at the time I was still in fucking military. So when like, oh, you gotta take this many steps and turn around. You gotta like do like one, two, three. I'm not used. So I went, I, t- I did the straight line. Yeah. Then I did about face. Gotta just turn that around. Yep. Like, okay. So I'm not going to lie to you. If I was ever in that position, I might do the exact same thing because I was in marching band and they use those, you know, about faces, things like that. Now, granted, it's not going to be no military about face. But. Fucker. You're not going to fucking. Take your foot and go boom, boom, boom. Yeah, that's weird. Is that how they want you to do it? Yes. Oh, dog. That's I swear to God. so weird. Normal sober people can't do that. Exactly. That's why. That's exactly. And they're like, like say your fucking alphabet from this to this. And yeah, I'm like, they say say the alphabet backwards. I'm like, can you do that? Because I fucking can't sober. They don't fucking do the alphabet backwards anymore. They pick a point alphabet and then... They're like, okay, say it from you to fucking. They time you how long you go fucking do. Fucking start doing it. That's there. That's a horrible way to do it. It's fucking. Because even drunk, I can do that real good. Uh, I couldn't. Oh, that's a a breeze. But ask me to do it backwards? Fuck no. Like, you got me. Now, if I was one of them people that could do it backwards, like sober or drunk, like, yeah, fuck you. Like I'll do it backwards right now. Dork. Exactly. Fucking nerds. And <laughs> I'm sorry, we're so off topic right we now. We are. It's cool. Listen, ain't no structure here. We just we just vibing. I mean, like, the thing is, a lot of people are like, fuck the cops now. My thing is, like, I support law enforcement or bad 
I don't support the people like that do it because they were bullied high school and they were bullied by a certain ethnic ethnic group and they're like, okay, well fuck now I'm gonna sound really bad, but fuck black people because you know, I was bullied all throughout high school by this black guy. So now I hate black people. They're all the same. And I'm going to pull them over. I'm going to arrest them. Blah, blah, blah. Now, you do you think I mean? that happens a lot? I do. I think that a lot of cops tend to get this uh, power trip, if that correctly. They'll get this power trip, but I also think that they're also looking for a sense of power because they didn't have that growing up. They don't have. Now, see, I, generally speaking, I don't have a problem with police officers. I have a. Those are personal problems. Eh, that's family problems. Well, like I'm pretty sure that. they know who my brother. So, I think that, generally speaking, most people that become cops do want to help clean up their community. I just think that once they get into it, they realize just how much shit is actually going on, and it weighs on them super fast. Because it's like, you know, I, I became a cop to help people, and every single day I'm pulling a body out of the river. Every single day I've got to do a raid on some house that's right down the street from my own. But here's the thing. You know. We're, we're in small town U.S. Sure. L.A. We're not getting fucking, you know, cartels. You know what I mean? I mean, we are, or we're not. We just... I Listen, know we uh, are. Major highways in Ohio is a pipeline. Oh, I know. It's the pill pipeline. It goes, right. from, Can- goes from Canada down to Florida. I know. Hey, buddy. But the thing is, look at LA. They got the fucking cartel. We have a pipeline cartel bringing in cocaine, heroin. Don't get me wrong. We got heroin. Fuck yeah, we do. We... Got a fucking show about our town about because of have it like look at California. Get about California because they don't want you to about that. Well, no, it's a tourist attraction. Exactly, touristy state. Why the fuck? Ain't nobody fucking tourist in Ohio. Exactly. Unless you know you come to Kings Island or Cedar Point. Uh, other there's other fucking places to go. Oh, 100%. What do you hear about? I don't know. Well, before they, I don't know if they, it's even open anymore. The Beast, uh, because that was a big attraction. It was like, oh, we have the largest it, wooden roller coaster in the world. It was open for a long time. I don't um, know if it is anymore though. A lot of people, yes. Listen, son, I'd you got to pay to play. I'd ride it too. Go like, eat me, I, eat I, me. I get whiplash on some of Beast, and I get headaches. And I'm like, I gotta fucking rest before I get else. <laughs> You're going to give me a minute, Karen. Exactly. Uh. Like, give me a minute. Like, I got, I'm going to die if I get on another ride. But other than that, I'm like, okay, you can ride it. Like, my biggest fear when it comes to Kings Island, Firehawk. Because, like, I'm, you're literally looking at the ground for the most part of the ride. Like, if your fucking trap comes off, you're literally watching your own death come at you at fucking, like, 60... 9.8 meters per second. That's what's happening. Yeah. 
Free fall. Well, that's actually free fall. You're probably right. It's probably going a lot faster because you're already going. Yeah. Like, you're watching yourself. You're falling and going at a rate of speed that you cannot stop. You can't hit the brakes. Like you're gonna, once you hit, you're fucking going to hit. You're going to bounce, and then you're going to hit again, and you're going to rape. Oh. I'm like, like the, every time I rode the Firehawk, which I don't think is a ride anymore. I think I got rid of it. I don't even know. They've gone through so many different rides now. It's, they have. Like, okay, well, people are bored with this. Let's change it up. Here's a new death machine. Exactly. That's all they are. They're death machines. Guess what? Got a fucking. They're fun as fuck, though. They're fun as fuck. Did you, did you ever uh, ride the adventure roller coaster? It's got like the tiki, tiki people in I the think tunnel. So. Like, I that think was I always have. my favorite because it's just, it was like, it's like a cruiser. You know, yeah. it's exciting, it's fun, but it's not uh, like intense. Like, you can actually relax on that roller coaster. You're like, oh, yeah, you know? So, you know, my favorite one of all time was Diamondback. The Diamondback? I never. It's my mom. Like, it's not straight down. It's going in. Like, when you go, when you drop, you're not going straight down. You're going at an angle. Mm-hmm. And shooting. Like, you know, curves and shit. I was like, I somehow talked her into riding in the. I love no. it, but I also love having not I I love having a sense of control, but at the same time I don't like. You need to get a dom. I am a dom. No, no, no. You need a dom. I've had someone has tried. Like I like having you, control. You obviously have to submit to that. I submit to dumb shit. Like, if you want to choke me. Fucking do it. But, like, you're not going to ride me, choke me at the Like, if you want to be on bottom and choke me, do it. But guess what? You're going to get choked times hard. So mean. From the back. Not so mean. Oh, no. I get, <laughs> I get fucking mean, bud. I get mean to a point, like, that's perfect. It's a perfect level of meanness. It's a perfect level of, like, meanness. But at the same time, they're like, um, don't try to fucking kill me. Yeah, fair enough. But, like, you don't find that. I've had some of that, like, smack my ass. Like, no harder. <laughs> but I'm like, alright, motherfucker. What? They're like, oh! I was so hard. I'm like, what do you want? Because I'm a very dominant. <laughs> like, they like choke me. I'm like, okay, I'll be choking them harder. I'm like, so fucking choke you in bed. Fucking telling me. I mean, sometimes it's got to be harder. I mean, sometimes it does. But like, if you're gonna be like harder, like I'm harder. I'm like, right, this is as hard as it gets. What do you want from me? I was like, do you want me to fucking kill you or what? And I'm like, I mean, in our dude, in, in our generation, it's a it's a very 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 fine a, line. There is a very fine line in our generation. It brings me to another topic of okay, because sexual thing. Where right. do you stand on that? 100 percent support it. Yeah, I 100% do. Like, so I think that, 
I think this is a big scare that's coming up for the October thing where they, they're saying they're going to take pornography off of OnlyFans. I think they are. I think it's a big scare. It might be. Unless the company got bought out. It could have. But if it didn't, it's just a big scare. They're just trying to get people to, you know, you know revamp stop. talking about it. You know, things like that. They're not, they don't want people to stop. They've made so much money from they, that. They have. But that's the thing. They've made so much money from it. Because you don't want to stop making money. That's no. not that's not a real thing. No one says, "Oh, I made a million dollars. I'm good." No, OnlyFans was actually fucking used for though. Mm -mm. The OnlyFans was actually created supposed to be for content creators to be more in touch with their fans. Yeah. Not, hey, here's my butthole. Pay me ten dollars a month. Oh, fuck that. I'm a fan of that butthole. I am a fan of that. But it's not for. It wasn't meant for. It's mainly, it's mainly now. It is. I'm not being derogatory. I'm not being misogynistic. Mm hmm And. Well, there's still other avenues. Like, look at Patreon. I've never actually. I've never. The Patreon, I, as far as I'm, as far as I know, is basically the same thing. You got a subscription service. You've got a donation button, things like that. Yeah. But the content is much more mixed. You know, there are people over okay. like a lot of streamers will use Patreon. A lot of uh, podcasters use Patreon. Things like I that. One that I like to see on OnlyFans and. Mm -mm. I'll have to. Uh, okay, do you know who H two O Delirious is? No. He's a YouTuber slash does YouTube streaming every now and then. He's relationship with her. But... Fuck, but like she's definitely had some plastic surgery. Ain't nothing wrong with that. There's not. I agree with it. Like if you don't, if you want to change your body because you don't like it, ever. But if you want to change your body because else doesn't like, it, go fuck it. Yeah, there's. A, there, I think there is a big line there you know if you don't like your ears and you want to do ear work change exactly. it but if your husband's like i don't like your fucking ears and be like oh well i don't like you like okay i don't husband's like i don't like your ears be like okay i don't like your fucking dick get yeah, fuck yourself get out of here exactly but uh can we pause this real quick i gotta piss again and well I, actually man if you want to we can go ahead and wrap up want to wrap up yeah we can wrap up fucking wrap up then because uh usually i drop around 9 p.m I miss it. It is now 9.20. Oh, shit. I probably got people waiting. Ah, uh, wait. They can wait. Wait. But yeah, man, so I appreciate you being on. No problem. I appreciate bro. you rambling with me. I love having someone to ramble with. Hey, man, I can ramble with you any time of the day. One, so the, one, I, one thing I really wanted to focus on was how conversation evolves. And, yeah. you know, we started with elitism and parents in regards to High school athletics. Yeah. And somehow we ended on OnlyFans. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. a wild ride. We even touched back a few times, and that's yeah. perfectly okay. I'm not here to, you know, educate everybody. I'm just here to have fun. Yeah. So, I've had I really love time. the idea that conversation can evolve, and just such a small thing can trigger something else. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, we were talking, um, I just had it, and I lost it. We were talking about something, but it sparked something for you in, in the brain that you're like social media. 
And then okay. as soon as you said social media, it sparked OnlyFans. Yeah. Topic of OnlyFans. And, you know, how we went from sports to 9-11 is a mystery beyond me. Uh, you never But know. you know what? We got there. We, we got did. through it. And you know what? I would love to come back and talk about any other subject. I would. I would. Hell yeah, man. Like, just had, just, you know, get a hold of me. All right. I will 100% of the time be like, yes, let's fucking go. Let's go. All right, everybody. So, thanks for tuning in and listening to us. My name is Cody. This is my guest, Jacob. Um, Again, you can find me on Spotify, Google Podcasts, all those. This will be up on YouTube. So, also, I now have the option that you can help support me. We can get better equipment in here, better sound mics, uh, better control programs. So, if you'd like to donate, don't be scared to. I love y'all. Thanks for listening. This is from Curved Horns.